Whether you operate one forklift or thousands, one location or hundreds, the new My Toyota customer portal can help you optimize your operation and material handling equipment. This one-stop, free-to-use platform is designed to help you take control of your information and make smarter decisions, all at the touch of a button. Register and access your data today at my.toyotaforklift.com. That's my.toyotaforklift.com. Does your warehouse waste time and money managing forklift batteries? Enersys can energize your operations with a customized solution, delivering the power you need while minimizing ownership costs. Enersys starts by analyzing your operations and then selecting from their comprehensive range of battery and charger technologies, develops a truly optimized system tailored to your needs. Enersys gives you the power to increase productivity and profitability. See how Enersys puts power in motion for you at Enersys.com. Businesses are retooling fulfillment operations from warehouses to omnichannel to meet new demand amid unprecedented labor shortages. 3PLs, retailers, B2B distributors, and others are turning to flexible fulfillment solutions like Six River Systems to adapt and scale. Six River Systems Fulfillment Execution System is an integrated solution that combines intelligent, cloud-based software and automation, including its autonomous mobile robot, AMR, Chuck. No costly or disruptive infrastructure changes, fast and easy associate training, and integrations with other warehouse execution solutions allow operations to meet labor challenges, increase efficiency, and enhance customer engagement. Go to www.sixriver.com to learn more. Go to www.sixriver.com to learn more. The New Warehouse Podcast, hosted by Kevin Lawton, is your source for insights and ideas from the distribution, transportation, and logistics industry. A new episode every Monday morning brings you the latest from industry experts and thought leaders. And now, here's Kevin. Hey, it's Kevin Lawn with the New Warehouse Podcast here at Modex 2022 in the booth, and I am joined by Joe Rooney. He is the Executive Vice President at Baker Industrial, and he's going to talk to us about Baker, what it is that they do, what they're seeing in the racking industry, and kind of what they're seeing here at Modex, too, as well in those regards. So, Joe, welcome to the booth. How are you? Awesome, Kevin. Thanks for having me. Definitely happy to have you here. Definitely happy to connect in person. So why don't you give us just a little overview of Baker and, and what it is that you guys do? For sure. So Baker was founded in 2004. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're your traditional installation company, right? Okay. Predicated mainly on gondola shelving as it applied oh, okay. to a re- yeah. retail space. Mm-hmm. Uh, ownership has a background in material handling coming mm-hmm. from a Canadian version of, of uh, the Raymond organization. That oh, okay. Moved to Houston and yeah. worked a couple of different things within material handling before he decided to, to start his own company back in 2004. Mm, interesting. And, you know, when, when we first set out, the, the intention was to, to be a, a, a good, reliable installer in the mm-hmm. Houston area. Yeah. And, uh, you know, from 2004 to 2022 today, we've we've far surpassed what we ever thought this thing could could mm-hmm. possibly be. Right. In the sense that we had a single four man crew, mm-hmm. of which our owner Jason Lefebvre was a part of. Okay. Uh, when this all began, to 16 crews. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We averaged five man per crew, with our largest being a 21 man crew. Oh wow. So a pretty sizable you know increase over the years, and, and we've mm-hmm. just morphed from a different type of company of 
you know, we'd come in and do a little bit of your stick rack warehouse install, mm -hmm. pallet rack, uh, mm -hmm. along with the gondola shelving with that, and, and into a full systems integrator where it's a pick mod, it's a mezzanine, it's conveyors. Yeah. We're not too heavy on the conveyor side of it. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll do mm -hmm. a little bit of it. Primarily all, you know, steel, mm -hmm. right? That's, that's what we're there for, is to put up the frames and the beams yeah. and the decks and the mezzanines and from popping the, the layouts to you know the finish out where we'll see it soup the nuts all the way through so mm. but a big you know a big change from where where we started be is a, is yeah, a regional yeah. company right yeah. i joined baker in 2018 mm -hmm. i came from a different industry i was from the imaging industry right okay so a lot of the trade show banners and booze that you see right that oh, you're was, doing that stuff yeah okay. textile i work for a german right. textile mill my background was more in, in sales and in how to grow channel, right? Mm -hmm. How to build channel sales yeah. and the management thereof. So I looked at what we were doing as an organization and I thought, why why keep such a good thing mm -hmm. so close to home when we yeah. can be so many other things yeah. uh, that I believe there was a need for, right? Mm -hmm. But it took a little bit of getting on the road and getting out and talking to, yeah. you know, a lot of our businesses through the forklift dealers themselves, mm -hmm. right? So the Raymonds, the Crowns, right? Okay. Those reps where yeah. they're running into the opportunities, they can buy the steel from wherever and they come to us for that installation. Right. I just thought there was an inherent need for an organization that had values like, mm -hmm. like we do. Right? Yeah. And, and that's really what separates Baker. It's just... Mm -hmm our why right like we really yeah. care we want to make sure that there's a good bond like we, we've got some symmetry with our customers that, that we're talking to in doing business with right like mm. the, their why matters to us and my why should matter to them right yeah and it's beyond just quality products and quality service right it's the quality of the relationship that we have with mm -hmm. you know each other as a vendor customer relationship it's yeah. it's the quality of the relationships internally in our office right mm -hmm. the quality of our communications that we have whether it be internal or external, yeah. all of that matters to us. And I think that's what makes us different. That's what we're looking for, right? It's got to yeah. be the right fit. We're not running around trying to, I don't want to be a name on a list, right? right. Yeah. I want to be the guy that, yeah. the, in the company that you come to for that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a, a great way to, to go about it and a great vision and mission to have for the company in the, in the way that you, you approach these projects and your, your customers and the way you want your customers to view you. I think that's definitely respectable. And, you know, so with that being said, I mean, you know, there's obviously with these these projects, the type of projects you guys are doing with the, the racking you mentioned and installing these different things, you know, certainly there's been a an uptick, uptick recently in these types of projects, I can imagine for you with, you know, people needing more space, needing to utilize their space in a better way and maximize that space. So talk to us a little bit about how, you know, kind of the the last two years has been for you guys and, and what, have you, what are you seeing from the industry in terms of growth? Okay, for sure. So again, being relatively new, right? I'm, right. I'm four years and change into yeah. to being in the material handling. I think COVID, right? Like I, I would like to think I coined the phrase, COVID was the catalyst, yeah. right? And it, to change the way that people evaluate supply chain, yeah. right? When I first came in 2018, mm -hmm. it was still kind of the last look item, right? Like right. there's a budget, it yeah. exists, right? Mm -hmm. But they want to look at the, the, the racking in our warehouse and what are we doing with, in regards to yeah. how we move and store goods, right? That was kind of the, the last look yeah. on, on the yeah. budget line. You know, COVID changed all that. And it, it, it really made people want to look at how they evaluate supply chain and, and what they're doing with those dollars in, in that space differently. Yeah. All of a sudden, we got springboarded to the front. And I think, you know, it's a, it's a super apparent when you look at the market in general, right? Like, 
whether it's the real estate market, 1.5 billion square feet right. in e-commerce and distribution yeah. between now and 20, 25 or 27. I, yeah, I don't know. That's a lot. What the accurate? It's, it's a ton, right? Yeah. So you know, and with that, we've all got the same crazy. You know, the, the real estate, the commercial real estate is no different than than what we're seeing in, in the residential market in the sense mm-hmm. that it's expensive, right? So the yeah. cost to enter is not quite the same, right? So now you've got people. How does that apply to the warehouse, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm going somewhere with your, your question, right? Yeah. So that is, you've got the space, right? But maybe you've got 12-foot aisles. So you know, mm-hmm. do, do you want to do a six-foot aisle? Do you want to do a, you know, a three-foot? Right. Yeah, are we going to a narrow aisle application? Because mm-hmm. that's going to give you X number of you know, uh, additional pallet positions based right. on what total square footage we're looking at. Do you want to go higher? There's a yeah. lot of people that have 30-foot clear height that traditionally never use that, right? Maybe they didn't know enough about a high pile permit or mm. or just storage in general at height, right? What are their capacities? What are the limitations? Yeah. And, and I think that's what we've seen as an organization grow the most is more of a condensed, they want to go narrower right. and taller, right? Yeah. And try to use as much space as they can and be mm. good stewards of I think, you know, from a fiscal responsibility as an organization, you know, not everybody can be an Amazon and just go grab warehouse space like yeah. it's, you know, like, like you're grabbing pennies out of, yeah, out yeah. of a pond, right? Just pop them up like crazy. <laughs> yeah. And, and we do a bit of work for them, right? Yeah, we yeah. do a lot of wire guidance work for the Amazon okay. uh, yeah. on the direct side in their traditional non-sort, their Kariba facilities. And, you know, so I think having seen both sides of that equation and, and yeah, everybody kind of wants to drive the ship that way and be more like the Amazon, I think that's a little bit of a misnomer. I think people want to be responsible and to, to know what the Amazon effect is on, mm-hmm. you know, next day delivery type and yeah. the fact that, you know, that shirt that you buy from, you know, your Dillard's or yeah. your Nordstrom, might, they might not have any more than two of the, that size in the bag, but yeah. you'll get it next day because it's going to ship from the distribution center. Right. And that's where the bulk of it's going. And, and I think the, you know, more narrow, taller, a little bit of automation, but not as mm-hmm. much as I would you know, would have expected, okay. but that could just be because as a company, yeah. we're not as strong on the automation side. Right. Sans the the wire guidance, you know, yeah. or, or automated guided vehicles. You know, we do mm-hmm. a lot of the installs for for that. As far as mm-hmm. not the vehicle themselves, but the with the path, wire path, and, and installation of the floor. So right. um, conveyors and that again, like I said at the beginning, touched on like we'll yeah. we do a little bit, but not like some of the other guys out there that are full on integration. They're right. real big in automation. With e-commerce off the charts, many small and growing warehouses are asking, how can I get ahead when my warehouse is barely keeping up? The answer is future-ready warehouse tech from Zebra Technologies. Warehouses can simplify and upgrade all processes, from automated inventory management to hands-free picking with Zebra's tailored, scalable mobile solutions. They're simple and intuitive. There's never been a better time to upgrade for success with Zebra. How can your warehouse get ahead? The answer's in black and white. Get the answers at zebra.com slash the answer. That's zebra.com slash the answer. Okay, very interesting to, to hear that. And obviously, you know, it's been an interesting time, I think, for the, the supply chain, as we mentioned. And, you know, certainly a lot of pivoting and trying to figure out how to how to maximize that space and, and you know, get more product in under that roof. So, so with that, you know, kind of being said and, you know, understanding that you know, people are trying to squeeze the, the racks together and go higher with them as well, I'm curious, you know, what has been some of or maybe one of the 
kind of the most unique requests that a company has had for an installation? Something that kind of made you think like, oh, this is, this is different than, you know, things we've done in the past. Hmm. You know, I think when it gets down to it, the, the most unique over the past year, I would say, yeah. would, would have come back in mid-October-ish range. We had a customer that okay. had a unique need. They, they already had existing power rack. It was okay. a, you know, a traditional brand, one of the big manufacturers out there. Yeah. Um, they wanted to go taller. They wanted to go mm. narrower too, right? So yeah. we were looking at the scope of project and we're saying, okay, how do we accomplish that? Okay, narrower, it's easy. It's just lines on paper and math. Yeah. Taller is you're going to either buy new you know, new hardware, right? Yeah. Where you, you have to buy a new upright and, yeah. and you can still save the same beams, but then you have to find someone to sell that material to. Right. Well, they had a special request to go from, you know, they wanted to increase their about 16 feet, but they wanted to do it in splices. Mm. So they want to keep their existing right, but they want to put splices. Mm. And, and, you know, trying to come up with somebody to do the engineering that could support that, because that's super important. Safety is, is paramount yeah, to yeah, what we do, absolutely. right? Like, we, yeah. don't, we don't want to put our guys in a bad spot. I certainly don't want to put anybody's customer in a bad yeah. spot. And being the fact that we deal through that dealer channel, mm. you got to keep in mind, again, I'm, I'm the third layer, right? I'm not always direct with, yeah. with the physical end user. So we're trying to solve a problem and have a conversation that we might not have all the pieces of the puzzle to. Mm-hmm. So I think that was a little bit of the, the, one of the more challenging where we had to reach out to you know, outside engineering and then reach out to, again, the manufacturer to come up with the, the applicable solution to could we splice at that height to yeah. support X weight and the answer was yes, but not for 100% of what they were doing, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to reach a max capacity where there are so many, you know, thousand pounds per level that I can't support at that level, you know, yeah. at that height with it. So I think that was the, the most challenging, just given the breadth of the project, right? Like mm-hmm. you, were, you were talking about 26,000, you know, pallet positions that they're trying wow. to increase, right? Yeah. Gain 26,000 mm-hmm. more at height like that. And that's it's quite a... Quite a big task, right? Yeah, yeah. We were able to achieve, I think on target, we delivered about 65% of those. Okay. Of course, we couldn't hit them all, but that was, yeah. again, it was a safety-driven. Yeah, you're, absolutely. You're, the only other way was to go, you know, a different course, which required quite an investment from, from the end users. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. Hmm. Yeah, it's very interesting. And, and so from the, the safety perspective, I mean, when you guys go into to do an installation and and or maybe even when you go in to assess a current environment where they're looking to maybe add additional racking or go to narrow aisle what what are some of the things that you see in existing racking that scares you that customers don't really address or maybe they don't think is that serious yeah so there's a lot right we could Mm -hmm. we could probably do a whole podcast on that i'm sure we could uh (laughs) you know there a lot of it is the amount of damage that's that's looked at to be deemed acceptable, right? Yeah. Like, you know, every post is engineered, right? And, and I'm not saying every single post as it goes through a manufacturing process, that particular post is engineered, but by design, right? right. The webbing, the, the column itself, the size, yeah. the shape, the bends, you know, mm-hmm. roll formed or structural, it, it matters, right? So it, if any part of that is altered in any way, yeah. you know, you, you're deviating from what the original engineering specs on that mm-hmm. say was if this this was has been spec for xyz weight right or height then you know i think the amount of eyes that get kind of turned in a different direction Mm -hmm. well you know that's not so bad or Mm -hmm. or, you know we can live with that you know that's one thing and i think that's a primarily anybody can see right Right. you know somebody with no experience would walk it Mm -hmm. the thing that bothers me the most i think you know having 
gained more knowledge over the years, and, and we have another company, Anchor Manufacturer, where, where again, we manufacture pallet rack. We, yeah. we have roll formers, and we roll form steel frames, beams, and a structural side, cantilever rack. Having been more involved in that over the years, the thing that bothers me the most is the amount of times that I'm in an application or I'm in a system where I've seen somebody sell something as an application that just doesn't fit what they need because they didn't ask the right question. Right? Yeah. Like how, what's, how many, what weight per level, right? Mm-hmm. And, and they might have, let's just say in this case, they're storing too much weight per level for that beam face size. Mm-hmm. And, and you see that at scale in the warehouse and you look at it and you think to yourself, man, that's a potential problem yeah right and, and, and nine times out of ten when you ask the question to the end user mm. you know whether or not because we weren't at the forefront of that transaction we don't know if that you know, if this conversation did or did not take yeah. place but most of the time they say nobody ever asked us that yeah. and that's what i see is just the mm. it's the misrepresentation yeah. of the product itself whether it be a column you know frame mm. size right so it, it could just be a profile size the difference between a, a one and five eighths from a two and five eighths to a mm-hmm. three by three they all it matters, right? Yeah. It matters on what your, your max, but you know, mm. your max capacity of weight is, and then per level and what that face size of that beam is, and how that translates upwards and across for the you know the system as a whole. Yeah, that's really the biggest concern because it's just mm. you've got some, uh, and I don't know that they do it out of ill will, right? Yeah. I, I don't think there's any ill will involved in it. I think it's just a, they're not as the guys that have sold that system weren't weren't really in tune with why what they were selling and, yeah. and asking the right questions mm-hmm. from, from their customer. And again, that's what makes us different than Baker. Like yeah. we're going to ask more questions than the average installer. Yeah, yeah. I don't want your business. I don't want to be a guy on a on a list, right? Yeah, I, yeah. Like I said, I want to be the guy, mm-hmm. but I want to make sure I'm the right guy, and I want to make sure you're the right guy. Yeah. If I'm not doing right by you, then, yeah, yeah. you know that's it's game over from the get go, right? We yeah. just don't have that good synergy. And I think that's a big, big, you know, misconception in the industry is that, you know, a beam is a beam and a frame is a frame. And yeah. that's, that's just not the case. Hmm. I'm not saying everybody does it, but we've seen it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're not naming any names, don't worry. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's certainly an interesting point, an interesting takeaway for the listener there because, you know, especially as you're, you're looking at these types of things and, and, you know, it's not it's not every day that you're putting in your racking, right? So, you know, when you come across that, that project, you want to make sure that you're getting the right information and, like you said, that the right questions are being asked, whether it's by the customer or it's by the installer or the provider of that racking, you know, you need to make sure that the right information is out there because, like I said, from a safety perspective, it's a it's a huge thing. And I, like I said, like an eighth of an inch can make a, a big difference, you know, at the end of the day. 100%. Um, yeah, so I really appreciate you coming and, and sharing those insights with us, Joe. So if people want to find out more information about Baker Industrial, how can they do that? Well, easiest way to figure us out, right? Yeah. www.bakerindustrialsupply.com. You know, Find everything you want to know there, and, and reach out, you, you know, direct, right? Like Joe Rooney, LinkedIn. Uh, we're, I'm always, always taking calls, right? I don't know if I can drop my my direct cell phone number on this or yeah, not, you, but I mean, you might yeah, have to change yeah. the numbers. It might get blown up. Yeah, I hope I, yeah. I hope I do. Two one four five four eight nine three four five. Hit me up for all you know racking related questions or mm-hmm. opportunities where you know we're actively out there pursuing. We've got good partners now, but we're. You know, it's like we, we have a saying, right? We're we're always happy. We're never satisfied, right? All so right. there's always more out there. There's yeah. something better that we can do. You know, we're always kind of looking at, at what's next. But in the sense of what's next for, for, for us in, in the 
what we're good at. I mean, I'm not the I'm not your automation robotic wizard, right? Yeah. But I'm your stick rack guy, <laughs> you know, systems guy, mezzanine guy, all yeah. all day long. Mm-hmm. And you know, with the anchor coming on board, I'm super excited and, and hope that we could you and I maybe could connect in the future and oh, yeah. talk a little bit more about that vertical of our business because that's really what what's yeah. really got us excited now is the, the manufacturing capability. All right, definitely. Well, stay tuned for part two then, and we'll put all the information about Baker Industrial at thenewwarehouse.com. So, Joe, thank you once again for coming by the booth, and enjoy the rest of your show. You've been listening to the New Warehouse Podcast with Kevin Lawton. Subscribe and check us out online at thenewwarehouse.com. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want more content from The New Warehouse, check out our new video series called All Hands on LinkedIn. Just search for The New Warehouse on LinkedIn and follow along.